1: The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day.
2: He lets fly. Hazel's bowled. Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories.
1: Cross-court up the line by Sinner. Cross-court forehand, Medvedev, up the line by Sinner. And it finishes in style off his forehand. The job's not done. We got to go out there into Vegas and uh, play a great team and see if we can go out there and get the Super Bowl. Welcome to the
3: show. How good sport? How well, good is well, sport? Because well, it's a weekend of fairy And, isn't it?
4: And, yeah. And yeah, Shamar Joseph. I was just reading. He's from a, po- a, a village, Guyana. 350 people mm. didn't have the internet two years ago. <laughs> didn't, didn't have anything. And now he's you know catapulted himself into. I guess, the history books with, with a phenomenal innings. Um, seven wickets and, you know, propelled the West Indies to an improbable win. And, you know, I talked about it during the week last week. They could play, you know, the Aussies could play with nine when they had head and green come down with COVID. And you think, oh, that, you know, play with nine, we'll probably still win. And how wrong I was. Yeah, it was a great weekend. As I said earlier on, it's a weekend of fairy tales. What I mean by
3: that is, of course, Shamar Joseph and his his fall against yep. uh, well the best team in world cricket at the moment, Absolutely. Australia. And then we've got Yannick Sinner, two sets down against Daniel Medvedev to be able to come back and win that. Absolutely phenomenal. Only 22 years of age as well, mm. Sinner. First Italian as well. And Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Now, even if you're not an NFL fan.
4: Great it, story.
3: It's a great story. This man is known as Mr. Irrelevant. So, and Ram- the reason
4: why is yeah. because he was the very last person picked in the NFL draft um, two years ago. Yeah. Got his start by, uh, you know, two injuries to the 49ers Must quarterbacks Brady, last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Lance went down. Jimmy Garoppolo went down. He got the start. Went seven for seven and he's, got him into the playoffs. Got injured in the in this game last year in the first quarter. Got bundled out the 49ers and um, this year he's uh, got the starting job and he's led the 49ers to a Super Bowl. An improbable Super Bowl given you know, the quality of the quarterbacks he was up against.
3: Unbelievable. Up, they'll go up against the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, led by Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. We'll see more of Taylor Swift. I was, I was hoping to see Detroit Lions up against Kansas City. Yeah, because we would—I think we would have seen Taylor and Eminem because Eminem's a mad Detroit man.
4: Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Well, what I'll say is, um, you know, they were celebrating a little bit too soon. The Detroit lions they, how,
3: they, to, how to blow a Super Bowl seventeen-point lead, point lead oh, uh, at
4: one point in the game. Um, The Niners just showed a lot of grit. But, you know, credit to the Kansas City Chiefs. Went to Baltimore um, against the red-hot Baltimore Ravens. They were the number one seed in the AFC. And they they had the best record in the regular season in the entire league. And um, Mahomes and Kelsey show it was.
3: As our good colleague Joel Kane always says, pressure. Some eat it, some get eaten by it. And mm. Lamar Jackson, the MVP of the NFL.
4: Couldn't eat the pressure sandwich. Pressure ate him. <laughs>
3: yeah. So as he said, welcome to the show and thanks to our partners. Kia, the major partner of the Australian Open also. Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. I hope some of the farmers are getting some rain. Not too much that it floods their crops and their stock as well. But I uh, hope they're getting some uh, very useful rain. on the show tonight... Knights fullback and Daly M winner. Calum Pong is going to join us. A safe segment thanks to Suncorp. We've already had an NFL update, but we're going to touch on that a little bit more. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. But before we get to a break, the weekend review is all about the West Indies, of course. Defeating Australia by eight runs in the second test. Shamar Joseph takes seven wickets for 60... I think it was 61 or whatever it was, Mm. off 10 overs.
4: Amazing stats.
3: Amazing, amazing. For a guy, like you said, two years ago was working as a security guard in Guyana to support his family, his extended family, wasn't even playing in the local comp, wasn't even playing for Guyana. Mm. And here he is two years later, basically single-handedly, just destroying one of the best batting lineups in world cricket at the moment. And, I
4: mean, the opportunities that all open up for him now are going to be phenomenal, similar to the Josh Brown. Now he's, he's just signed an IPL deal. Or a premier, uh, uh, a big uh, 20, T20 deal in in Bangladesh. Yep. He's going to go over there and play, which is fantastic to see. And it's great to see, you know, players rewarded for the hard work and effort. And um, yeah, look, he's he's uh, he's done a fantastic. He's only job. a little man too, yeah. and he's
3: you know he's bowling upwards of 146s, 147s. Mm. The most his bowled is 149.5. That whistling up around your oh. around your chin is a little bit frightening. But he had the Aussies rattled, absolutely rattled. Yeah. And when Josh Hazel would come in to try and score those. Those final sort of 15, 16 runs. I think it was 21 runs initially when he came in.
4: Never looked comfortable.
3: Never looked comfortable. No, Stepping I, back from his yeah. wickets, just hoping you get up, get yeah. up the other end. And Steve Smith, um, of course, was really good with, uh, with you know, just short of a century whenever m- many were questioning whether he would be an opening batter. So, well done to the West Indies and the scenes of their one of their greats, Carl Hooper, and possibly their greatest, Brian Lara, in tears. Yeah. after the game. Well, what it means to... All ab- it's what sports yeah,
4: about. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, you know, West Indian cricket and where it's at at the moment. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a diamond in the rough, isn't yeah. it? Because it's not great over there, but to have this win, you know, who knows what it might do.
3: That news update do- brought to you by Sunrise. Enjoy local service. There's over 1,200 stores Australia-wide. Visit newsunrise.com.au. Up next, Carl and Ponga.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Quick thinking, fast on his feet too. Speaking of fast on his feet.
3: You know what, there are some players in the game, rat, over the years. Phil mm. Blake, Brett Kenny, people that even if you don't watch or uh, follow the club, they make you watch the game. Oh,
4: absolutely. Reese Walsh. And this yeah.
3: man is one of those. Of course, listening to the audio then. It's Calen Ponga, the Dalian medal winner from twenty twenty three and also skipper of the Newcastle Knights nice, joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Caelan?
5: Good boy. Thanks. Thanks for having me on.
3: No, no, thank you very much for uh, I know you're very much in demand, mate, because uh, you are the face of that club and, and the NRL at the moment. So we're really appreciative of your, of your time. But before we get anything around the season, the summer, what does what does the summer hold for Kale and Ponga? Like, what do you get up to when you're not when you're not training?
5: Um, off season, off season was pretty good. Um, we had a, we got to celebrate a couple of the boys' weddings, and obviously got away from the game for a little bit and uh, tried to get fit before pre-season because we only had like a three week, three and a half week block before christmas which for a lot of our boys <laughs> we've never had that so that was quite nice um but at the moment it's just yeah enjoying tra- training hard all the boys are fit um, it's the best time of the year i reckon it's there's no pressure on you it's just working hard with your mates and i'm um, looking forward to playing some footy
3: well we were talking to you off air about golf because you know how much you love your golf but what are you playing off at the moment are you, are you getting out on the course that much
5: uh, I'm getting back into it now. I had I had last year off um, playing golf, um, but I'm off six, so oh. I, I was off five two weeks ago. Oh. Um, so I'm getting
4: worse <laughs> apparently. So did, did you get a lesson? It's good fun. Did you get a lesson or something, and you're no, you need... trying to incorporate something, or is what what is it that's blown you oh, out? Just a, just a bit of rust.
5: A bit oh. of rust from not playing for every year. So that's what I'll, I'll blame it on. But um, it's good. We've got. We've Got probably eight to ten boys that um all sort of sitting around that 10 10 handicap, 10, yep. 11, 12. So um, it's good competitive fun, and there's a bit of money on the line every now and then, which is fun.
4: Nice, I'll, I'll tell you what when I played and I played golf, mm. it was the hardest time to play golf because every you, you, go, you, you go to a training session and something's hurting, you rock up the next day, you, you try to have a game of golf, and you got to change your swing to. Got a crook shoulder, or your wrist is a bit sore, or your ankle's sore. So, mate, I'll tell you when you retire, and and don't retire soon because we love watching you play footy. But when you retire, <laughs> mate, I can I can see you off plus figures, mate, for sure. So um should be good. But we, no, we we're talking about uh, off air an NRL golf tournament. If we had two representatives from each club, and we put them together in a in a tournament, we think it'd be unreal. Who, if if you were one of the members from yeah. Newcastle, who would you pick to take with you? uh,
5: uh I think, I'd, yeah, I'd probably take. The one spot we've got some, we've got some keen. Uh, what's the What's the format? If, if it's Battleford, I'd take probably Gags. Yeah, he can shoot. We we're talking off the air, but he could shoot, he can shoot three over for 18 or he can shoot 30. But <laughs>
4: we've got the Greg Bird disease, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So I, I'd take him, um, but off the stick, Riley Jones, young fellow, he's probably. He's off seven, I think. So, mm, nice.
4: um,
5: it just depends. It just depends on what day and and
4: and, and the form, <laughs> and what we need, right?
3: Yeah, hurty hit he some. Well. Yeah. heard hit he some really well. Now, yeah. I'm looking across at my colleague here, Kaelin, and he's got that much ink on his body. Sometimes I don't think he knows what's actually <laughs> on his body. But what happened over the over the <laughs> summer? Did you get any new ones? Because did I see something? You got something on the back of your on your neck? Is that right?
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty spontaneous with my tattoos. Um, they're not very well thought out. <laughs> I my mum probably will not like to hear, but um, yeah, I want to. I'll, I'll eventually get my back done. My, a lot of mine are just sort of spare the moments, something that's rather been at that point in time and don't really have much meaning at face value. But when, if yeah, but once you ask me what they mean, I'd probably say nothing. But they do mean stuff. Oh, uh,
4: remember, um, the, maybe you got one. I've ones that I'd, I'd take back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely, we've all got some of those, mate. We've all got some of those.
3: Yeah
4: yeah so but they're on me for good now so i remember no. we it is that,
3: we interviewed you a while ago and you said the two gl- champagne glasses clinging together was represented you and connor watson drinking wine and covid was that right
5: <laughs> yeah that was a that was covid period yeah that's a pretty good memory <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah that was that period i've got i've got others from connor that I'll take back, but um, <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. No, nah, I, I enjoy it. I like I, I like my tattoos. It's
4: definitely it's it's on me for good. It's a process, it. isn't it, Kaylen? It's like someone said to me, "Do they hurt?" I said, "Yeah, but if they didn't hurt, I wouldn't get them." It's the whole process of the design yeah, and bit it bit going a, on your body an and a little thing. bit of pain and <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. There's definitely something in that. They are addictive, but unfortunately, because of footy, I can only really get them in off season. So I try and cram. A few wins. <laughs> yeah. Which I think most I think most of the footy boys do. Mm.
3: Now did you watch play school as a kid or not?
5: Oh, very very uh, my memory of, of play school is very faint. Um, uh, but I did I did watch it, yes. And always sort of even growing up and even getting older um you know, when I was asked to do play school I thought it was quite a I knew it'd be a different experience, but kind of uh, not prestigious, but something different for me, and, and a pretty cool thing to do. Um, you know, actors go on there, sort of, you know, big people in, mm. a bit, I guess, big social media people, I guess, or or actors and whatnot. So I thought it was a bit of a different scene for me, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was different. I loved it. Oh,
3: yeah. I oh, I, love, I love it because connecting with that younger demographic. I, I the NRL themselves should be week, sitting yeah. back and going, you know, what this is a. This is brilliant a, this is brilliant actually it's a great idea did it
4: yeah. come through the nrl caitlin or did did you did they uh, approach you directly um
5: uh basically? my manager my manager so i i have a commercial manager yeah um he he just put uh, yeah like most things he just put it to me and uh yeah I, I was a little bit like um am i actually doing it like am i actually reading it or what do they want me to do um but yeah once i got there and sort of i was nervous um I was extremely nervous to be honest. It was a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be. Um, but it was fun. It was good.
3: Was dealing with some of the kids on play school like dealing with some of your teammates in the dressing <laughs> shirts?
5: <laughs> it was more it was more the acting side of it. So obviously the the that I had Big Ted, Little Ted and Morris and <laughs> you know, they don't talk or anything, but I had to talk to them and had to you know, like yeah, right. you know, like make conversation with them and, and be it's all part of the um, I guess the play, I guess being yeah. you know, mm. on it, but um, yeah, that was different for me. Obviously, the acting side of things, and um, you know, having to read a book in front of all these people. I just it was a little bit and stare at the camera and and read a teleprompter and, and whatnot. It was all different for me, but
4: it was a good experience. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, good mm. good work, mate. So, Dalian Player of the Year, um, mate. What does that do to to you as a player? Does it does it I guess build more confidence in you. Does it put more pressure on you? Have you forgotten about it, and you're just worried about this year now? Where are you after winning that award last year?
5: Um, yeah, it was obviously a special award, and mm. um, I haven't really been asked too much about it. But I guess the reason it's special for me, I, I felt like it was um, when I won the award, I felt I feel like a lot of other people would have been proud to know that they had their hands on that award as well. Mm. Um, in terms of like teammates, coaches, a lot of people at the club, family, friends. You know, I won the award, but I, I do feel like it's because of their their hand on me throughout the year, preparing me for each game, mentally and physically, and just getting me right for every game. So I definitely think that a lot of people would have felt proud mm-hmm. in that sense. Hey, Kalen Jack Cogger.
3: I've always been a really big fan of his. Watching him as a teenager, always. He always knew there was something special there. Now, he's been at the club before as a young man. He's still a young man now, but but he's coming back as a far more mature player and, of course, a premiership ring as well. So, Coach Adam O'Brien, has he, has he had him in one position in pre-season or has he tried to use his versatility a little bit more?
5: Uh, it's been a good battle, to be honest, uh, between Cogs, Jacko, and Punter. I mean, uh, Tyson Gamble, we call him Punter. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been a good battle between those three. It's been healthy um they're getting the best out of each other cogs yeah he was here the first time um when when i first got here he was here and he's definitely grown i mean as we all have but yeah just his mindset um towards the game you can definitely see that he's been in a good system there at penrith and and probably the reason why he's won the chip but yeah i think uh he's definitely carried that through here he's rubbing off on the boys and just his mentality like it, it's a, it's a it's a winning mentality, really, mm. um, and that's what we need in the squad.
4: Well, you you certainly got some some depth in areas now. Based on you know, I mean, you look at the injury to Jaden Braley, and we want to want to ask you about Jaden Braley in just a moment. But Phoenix Crossland came in last year and just did a wonderful job there in the niners. and really started to get better and better as the season went on. So when you look at you know you um, punter and and you've got Jack Cogger and you've got Phoenix Crossland, is Jaden Braley back training? Um, because he would, I would assume, go into that number nine jersey if he's fully fit.
5: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Brails, um, yeah, it's been unfortunate what's happened to Brails over the years. And uh, one thing about Browse is he's never... He's always been supportive and wanted the what's best for the club, wanted what's best for the boys. And you know, last year when he was out for so many games, it could have been easier for him to feel left out and, and that sort of rub off on the boys. But he definitely never... Uh, indicated he felt that way, and definitely coming back, you can see that he he wants to be a part of it. He wants to add to it, and he wants to he wants to win, uh, which he, I think he deserves. But yeah, he works hard. He's one of the hardest working. He's consistent.
3: Now I remember some of the contracts over the years, Rat. I don't. I remember when I was out of Penrith. I think Matty Adamson was told he wasn't allowed to go snow skiing because he. I think he did his knee mm. snow skiing once. Yeah, there's a lot of clauses put in contracts. Are you, are you allowed to ride your skateboard around Newcastle now <laughs> that you're captain and Dalian? No, in? I'm not. You're not? <laughs> I'm
5: not. Stay off it. I'm not. And Adjani lives, Adjani lives down the road too, so I can't get around <laughs> in this suburb in one. Uh, I've got a bike too. And I'll, I'll, yeah, wear my helmet. I do all the right things. Nah, I don't <laughs> like skateboarding, snowboarding. Um, it's all out. I think surfing's okay, but I can't yeah. surf. So, <laughs> yeah, no, but it is, it. you do have to have in mind what the priority is and yep. the, the risks with all that. So, I've definitely given given up on that sort of stuff.
3: We had a great year in 2023, the Knights. Of course, you guys wouldn't be happier with that. Uh, out in week two to the New Zealand Warriors. And I've got no doubt it'll be a far more mature side mm. in 2024. And you host the Raiders in round one on Thursday, March seven. Of course, that's the Thursday after Vegas. So I really appreciate you coming on um, leading into the season. And i uh, got no doubt 2024 is going to be another big year for yourself. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate.
5: Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. The all-electric Kia
1: EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day.
3: Yeah, welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed the chat with Carolyn and Pong. He's a good young kid, great young kid. Yeah, he is. Doesn't take life too seriously, but no. uh, very intelligent. It'd be interesting what he does post-footy, whether he takes up golf professionally.
4: It's a tough game.
3: Tough game.
4: Mm. I'm having a crack at it. I know a you long are. long way to go.
3: <laughs> what is it? The uh, Masters. The Masters, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would have beaten you today if we end up getting outside. So I don't know <laughs> how, that, how good you would have gone if you were our masters. Uh, anyway, oh, some please. great some great achievements over the weekend in the Australian Open, which has been, uh, which now completed, of course, the men's open result. Yannick Sinner, we touched on that briefly earlier on, becomes the third ever Italian to win a major, but the first to win an Australian Open, defeating Daniel Medvedev. 3 6 3 6. I've got to say, I turned it off. I thought he yeah. was gone. Yeah, gone Same for all money. It. I just thought. Too much experience.
4: Well, Medvedev had, he, he played a few five-setters. And, yeah. I, and I guess,
3: you know, you watch,
4: you watch it. You watch a game of tennis. They're not running too far. But when, when they're running, they are at full tilt. So when and you're stopping out on for the, three, four, yeah. four and a half hours, Medvedev had three of those matches over it, yep. during the, the course of the tournament. It's got to take its toll. And I guess Senna just hung in there and um, got the job done.
3: 3-6, 3-6, 6-4, 6-4, 6-3 in the end to Senna. I was gonna say, have you seen the size of his hands? He's a big kid. He's mm. holding up the trophy after and oh, oh, I couldn't stop looking at his hands. Yeah, really? Big hands.
4: Big hands, yeah. Like
3: Tom mm. Cruise in Tropical Thunder. Massive
4: yeah, hands. Really? Massive
3: hands. <laughs> really? Massive hands. <laughs> He'll uh, be the next number one. Tropic sure. Thunder.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good he plays a great role yeah. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it's hilarious.
3: Uh, now in the women's Australian Open, Sabalanka was too good for Wang in straight sets. Six three, six two. Uh but I know you're looking at me because of the name, it says Zhang. But her name, and when they commentate on tennis on the TV, they call her Wang. <laughs> Wang. Okay. Okay. Um, okay,
4: we'll, we'll run with it. But you guys are saying she's a great character. I didn't see oh, this. Oh, mate, Was she did this great post of, whole, you know, yeah. just had a team behind her in the dressing room. And oh, you, you can just see they're having a great time. And isn't it great? Just like, while well, we talked about sports, what mm. it does for you know people, she seems like a great role model. Um, yeah, and fantastic to see her win.
3: There's vision Um, before the final. She's warming up with her team backstage and a – Coach is bald, and she goes up and signs the back of his head. It's <laughs> that shiny. She just, she's just a great character. You've got to be relaxed in those moments, haven't you? You do. Yeah, you, you do. should never fight nerves, but you should never also try. You've got to be trying to be as relaxed as yeah, possible. Yeah, she
4: won comfortably in the end. So oh, yeah, yeah very easy. easy. Mm.
3: And before we get to the break, North Queensland Cowboys fans, you would have seen this, announced their new captains, plural. Jason Malolo no longer captain, probably just to focus on his game. More so, and the new captains are Reuben Cotter and, of course, Tommy Dearden. So, some good choices.
4: Yeah, look, I I think it's a a good move. Yeah. Um, And I I don't think Jason Tomlano would have any issues with it whatsoever. I think he'd be happy to go, right. I'm here to to get a job done and I can just focus on that now because – what comes with the captaincy is a fair bit of responsibility, a fair bit of stuff away from the game that you've got to do in terms of you know media, administrative stuff with you know the I league I think he probably so initially was
3: given the captaincy one because he's the highest paid and two the highest profile. Yeah. Sometimes that just doesn't work.
4: Geez, they've got a good side. So <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> it's, I, like they, it's they, amazing. they like I—I I tipped them last year to go deep. Um, they let me down, but I'm I'm very much on the on North Queensland bandwagon. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I think they can go very good.
3: Let's get to the break and after the break, be safe with Suncorp segment and we're going to focus on a couple of batsmen for the Australian cricket side.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The All Electric Kia EV nine, Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day.
2: I think we've answered the Steve Smith innings. I mean, on any any other given day, that ninety one, you know, is a match winning ninety. Yep. It's a man of the match performance. Um, you know, they needed what was it, eight to win. So he he nearly gets a hundred and brings Australia home, but that wasn't Scripts. So for mine, I think the big question at the moment this Australian cricket team has is the numbers three and four, in particular, Manus. Um Ooh. He got knocked over by Alzari Joseph with a rising steepling sort of bumper, yep. which you could forgive him for in the first innings, but it was the second innings. It was the, almost the identical dismissal, um, but it was against Greaves, was bowling 120 Ks. And, you know, I, I'm not sure what's quite off with Manus at the moment, but. You know, it's been a quite a, a significant lean, lean patch. He has got some back-to-back 60s this summer. But, you know, you need your three and four to be bankers. And when your four's Cameron Green, who you're trying to, you know, encourage to get into the system, you really need your three to stand up, step up and step forward.
3: That's our very own Stephen O'Keefe. Sockey recently retired from the Big Bash with the Sydney Sixers on the run home this afternoon. Um, former, of course, Test Match bowler. Has some pretty strong opinions there about the Australian side. Be safe with Suncorp is this segment. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. Now, yeah, the question is, on the back of that, is Marnus Labashane and Cameron Green safe at three and four for Australia? So, just to give you some context, Marnus was out for three in the first innings, five in the second, and Green out for eight, and he made 42 in the second.
4: Yeah, uh, well... Look, I'm I'm no expert on cricket. I'm no woogie. You know, the fourth best commentator. <laughs> Self confessed. Self confessed. Yeah. But um, what I will say is, well, when Marnus came back into the side uh, on the subcontinent, that's when things turned around for the side. But they didn't pick him in the first. Day. He was the best bat best batsman in the world before mm. he went over there. So, I I think you know moving into three, and I, I think you just got to you just got to give them time, and 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 if if there's constant, um conjecture over whether he should be there or shouldn't be there. It can play on the, on a player's mind. I think if he's got the support of the players and the coaching staff and the selectors, then we'll see the best of mine. If there's this constant speculation, that's when he can sort of bring someone undone. I know we've got to be able to handle that sort of pressure, mm. but I, I'd, be, I'd be inclined to give him time. Um, I mean, yeah, he's been through a bit of a lean patch this summer. I've got to
3: say, if Steve Smith didn't get his 91, mm. we would have started talking about, okay, do we start – moving Smith back back down to, four. Back down to where he's yeah. comfortable with and that then would have put pressure on Marnus and Cameron Green yeah because at the moment I think what they're doing is that they're, they're trying to do everything they can to get Cameron Green in the side mm. and that's hence why Steve Smith said yep I'll put my hand up I'll hey go Justin, to yeah thanks for having me and I'll go to opener uh, Cameron Green safe mate he's he's the future of the Australian cricket side mm. uh, Marnus is safe because he's young and he's yeah, been so time. good for Australia before but because Steve Smith got 91 in that second innings. I think that has probably taken a lot of pressure off Marnison and, yep. and Cameron Green. So um, and Cameron Green forty-two in the second innings is, yeah, probably quite a few people as well. As well, get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. This is Sats and Rap for Sports Day. Christy Nilson for Racing Queensland will give us a wrap-up from the weekend.
1: The All-Electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. He's in my bad books,
3: this guy.
4: Rat I think, I think he's in a lot of people's bad yeah, books.
1: Ba-
3: <laughs> It was a difficult weekend across Queensland And I'm talking about Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland The Golden Grey Summer Carnival Has arrived at Albion Park And chances are you're about to lose Chris Nelson We need to sort our differences out
0: Oh, that's what, just... It was a Look, it was a tough day I mean, look, when I spoke to you on Thursday We were supposed to get 300,000 mils of rain And we got <laughs> nothing <laughs> We ended up on a good track It was supposed to be a heavy 15 It was good Uh and then it was 400 degrees on track with the humidity so uh, yeah yeah I didn't fire too well but uh, you know what I wasn't the only one It was one of those days where True. I think was. there was about five short price favorites all went under mm. uh, on the day so uh, that's never good for punters or tipsters.
4: It's not but um, you know I just think we should just sat should start to do a bit of his own form, don't you reckon Nelson?
0: Well, look, I did tip three winner sets. The problem was I didn't tip into anyone but myself. Exactly. My favourite ones. <laughs> exactly. That was the problem. That was the problem. Uh, but um, yeah, but I agree with that, Rat. Yeah. If you're not happy with someone, well, you go and do exactly. It yourself.
4: Exactly. What do they say? If you don't, when you give a dog a bone, I don't. I don't want to know whether it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was in a movie, wasn't
3: yeah, it?
0: Yeah, Snatch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Bricktop. <laughs>
3: That's right, it was yeah, Snatch, yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. So, what happened over the weekend? What's the wrap up, well, also?
0: it was Well, all you needed to do, uh, Sats, was follow CJ Graham, the young oh, apprentice who rode four winners how good was at it? Uh, the yeah. Sunshine Coast. Yeah, yeah, that was just fantastic. She rode four winners, and, and another apprentice, Talia Fenlon, rode her first winner in uh, Metro Grade, and that was Heroic Miss, her first Saturday win. Uh, she's apprenticed to Chris Munts, so... The girls to the four there, they had a really good day out. Uh, as for highlights, well, the listed Sunshine Coast Cup was the feature race, and that was taken out by Kinlock, who came from 13th, beat S1, who came from 12th. Uh, well, PD ran 4th, came from 15th, and Legal Esprit ran 5th, came from 11th. So the leaders just absolutely collapsed in that race, and mm. the backmarkers finished home all over the top of them. So a good day's racing, tough day's racing. I'll give you a sneaky one to follow going forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, was out of the last race race 10 benchmark 68 horse's name is Lady Ladar that's three words Lady L-E then D-A didn't get a lot of room in the straight until about 100 meters from the line finished off well and still uh, clocked a really good late sectional so that was a a really good run for Lady Ladar follow it going forward guys all right we'll put that one in the black book mate so what do we got on this week Uh, We've got racing at Doomban, weather permitting on Wednesday, already a heavy track. And if you, again, look at the uh, forecast, it says we're going to get a deluge. Whether we do or not remains to be seen. But if we do, that would have to be in some doubt. Thursday is Townsville. Friday, we've got a doubleheader. Bowen during the day and Sunshine Coast at night. Uh, Saturday, we go to Eagle Farm, Ipswich. Bundaberg has a TAB meeting on Saturday. And we go to Toowoomba, the Twilight Zone races are back. at Toowoomba, it's been three or four weeks since we've raced there. And back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. A couple of non-tab meetings, or a few non-tab meetings on Saturday as well. Dolby, Emerald, and Inisfail. And don't forget, guys, before I leave you, Thursday night the Golden Greys. I heard you mention it at the mm. start of the uh, at the start of the segment, Saps. The Group One Gold Bullion, the Group One Gold Cup. Now we've spoken about greyhounds before, guys. First prize for the Group One Gold Bullion, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. First prize for the Gold Cup. $100,000. So, big night of greyhound racing at Albion Park on Thursday night. Yeah, good stuff, mm.
3: good stuff. Yeah, the Golden Grey Summer Carnival does light up at Albion Park. This month, feature racing every Thursday night, and chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit the website, gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nelson, talk to you on Thursday.
0: Look forward to it, guys. Speak then. The all-electric Kia EV9.
1: Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Improving lives through fitness. This is
3: Sports Day. Yeah, it's been another action-packed Monday. Massive weekend. Before we get to some final news around the Australian soccer team, football team, bushfire update. Thanks to Firecoat. Here's a quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Now, there's no current bushfire warnings in place a lot of rain, we know that. Hope there's not too much flooding around. But please remember, all homes should have a bushfire survival plan in place as well. So to stay up to date on all the warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, visit qfess.qld.gov.au. That community update is thanks to new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings. Warehouse and rap before we go, Graham Arnold's team, the Socceroos, they're into the quarterfinals. They are. Beat Indonesia 4-0. Yeah, so the opponent yet to be named. TBD. Yeah.